This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, it will soon be easier for agencies to decide what sensitive data it wants to share. Contractors get more time to submit bids to provide the government with an e-commerce platform. And two agencies are teaming up to take on fraud in veterans' health care. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies will soon have more nuanced options of ranking the sensitivity of their data sets before sharing them out to others. Chief Statistician Nancy Podock says the Office of Management and Budget will soon release guidance for agencies to provide tiered access to their data based on the sensitivity of that information. The OMB guidance stems from the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act the president signed in January. The General Services Administration is giving industry more time to put together their bids to provide the government with an e-commerce platform. GSA announced a two-week extension with proposals now due November 15th. GSA received more than 70 questions about the request and only posted the answers on October 25th, the day after the initial due date. Veterans Affairs and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services have formed a new partnership to uncover potential waste, fraud, and abuse among veteran health providers. The two agencies will set up their first Medicare-sanctioned data exchange by the end of the year. The goal is to use CMS data analytics programs to find abusive billing practices, improper prescribing practices, and other problems with VA and community health providers. CMS will perform these checks of VA providers against their own enrollment data throughout the year. A group of six Democrats say they're deeply concerned by the recent Inspector General findings on VA's Accountability Office. Senate VA Committee Ranking Member John Tester and five others have posed over two pages of questions about the Accountability Office to VA Secretary Robert Wilkie. The senators say the IG findings are especially disturbing because they cover nearly every aspect of the Office of Accountability and Whistleblower Protection. A bipartisan group of members on the House VA Committee expressed similar concerns at a hearing on the office this week. The acting Homeland Security Secretary is set to leave government service today, and it's still unclear who will replace him. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. Kevin McAleenan announced his departure from DHS earlier this month, but the White House still hasn't announced a secession plan. Most of the department's other Senate-confirmed roles are also filled by acting officials. McAleenan told a House committee yesterday he was committed to making sure there was an orderly transition in DHS leadership, but he said he couldn't elaborate on any plans the administration might have because they are pre-decisional. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. In new exclusive details, Federal News Network has learned the Defense Innovation Unit will try to incorporate five transformative projects into its portfolio annually. The projects will have the potential to protect lives or save substantial amounts of money while also being utilized across the services. DIU is already undertaking some projects it's deemed transformative. They include predictive maintenance and network protection technologies. The Air Force needs to do a better job at buying and developing the software it uses to facilitate work done by satellites. The Government Accountability Office has previous attempts by the service to create software that responds to threats like jamming attacks and space debris have fallen short. GAO says the Air Force needs to develop a comprehensive acquisition strategy for its upcoming Space Command and Control program to keep it from falling behind schedule and going above cost. 
Enlisted airmen who have been in the service for 12 years or more will see changes to their reenlistment contracts starting in mid-November. Contracts will eliminate the need to reenlist and will align separation dates with an airman's maximum time he or she can serve in a rank. Selective retention bonuses will not be impacted by the change. Airmen may apply to leave the service before their maximum separation date by giving a six-month notice. DOD is almost ready to release its plans to shake up how it buys products and services. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. Before the end of calendar year 2019, defense acquisition professionals and industry will get their first look at the Pentagon's new approach to procurement. Stacy Cummings, the DOD's Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary for Acquisition Enablers, says the military will begin testing the initial iteration of the Adaptive Acquisition Framework. The new approach rewrites the DOD 5000 series and outlines six pathways for buying. DOD also plans on asking Congress for permission to change the way they fund software development in 2021 as part of this acquisition revamp. I'm Jason Miller. DLT Solutions, a value-added reseller focused on the federal technology market, is being acquired by TechData to create a behemoth VAR. DLT will become a wholly-owned subsidiary of TechData when the acquisition closes in January 2020. In fiscal 2018, DLT Solutions won more than $360 million in federal sales. Tech data won less than $5 million in federal sales in 2018, according to the USA Spending Portal. The terms of the deal were not disclosed. And two House Democrats have revisited a plan to allow the Postal Service to offer banking services and more than 35,000 post offices. Congresswoman Alexandria Osceo-Cortez and Congressman Bill Pascrell have urged the Postal Service and the Federal Reserve to work together to provide electronic money transfers to underbanked communities. The lawmakers point to a USPS Inspector General report that found the Postal Service could gain a billion dollars in additional revenue over the five years by offering these services. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 